Welcome to the Lifestyle Therapy Podcast. I'm your host, Kyoto. Are you ready to dive deep into rediscovering yourself and take the steps to fulfill your goals and break the cycles of self-doubt? If you are, then I'm ready to help you break down those barriers and find that hidden potential that I always knew you had. Listen in now as we take the first steps to living your best life. Welcome back to another mini-sode. This week, we are talking about how to cope when you hate your job. Something that a lot of Americans are facing right now, especially when you want to be your own boss, but you're still trying to find your skills. You're still trying to figure out how you're going to make it happen. This is something that a lot of us are facing right now. Let's talk about it. Your career is a huge part of your life, and when it doesn't leave you feeling fulfilled and satisfied, it can have a pretty big impact, a negative impact, in fact, on your overall outlook and your attitude. It's hard to leave that frustration at your desk when it's time to clock out at 5 and 6 o'clock because you know you have to turn around and come right back. But if your position truly has you clenching your fists and grinding your teeth and rolling your eyes, (laughs) it's probably smart to start looking for something else. But let's face it, we don't all have that luxury to pack up our desk and wave goodbye to our supervisors when the tough gets going. But when you do eventually move on, you want to do your best to make sure it's something you're truly excited about. You don't want to jump from the frying pan straight into the fire, which means you need to stick it out in this miserable position and I hate to tell you all to do that for at least a little bit longer you have to have income so you have to do what you have to do it is really hard for most people to wrap their mind around the fundamental changes that has taken place in the world especially in this working world long-term employment has gone sticking around a job these days is more likely to hurt you than to help you and I say this because your ability to navigate the talent market is your greatest career asset right now you're feeling bored unexpected inspired, unappreciated, and can't get the heck out of your job. You dread work and can't stand your boss, probably. Maybe you've been researching new careers in your spare time or even focusing on a side gig that's starting to show promise. But what do you do in the meantime? How do you survive a job that you hate? is possible truly possible you just need to have the right mindset and strategies to turn that awful experience into an opportunity to position yourself for future success and to position you out of their business once you know how your talent can help employers and what skills you need to elevate yourself to be your own boss you can brand yourself for the job that you really want and most likely to get there is no better time to start reflecting branding marketing and growing your career muscles right now so let's talk about the signs that show that you hate your job i mean i kind of just named majority of them in that previous statement but we're going to talk about it again so one thing that i notice is getting anxious at the end of the weekend and that's when the memes start coming and i literally just seen one that said enjoy your saturday uh monday will be here in two hours or something to that effect But it was funny because it is so true. We have two days to ourselves and that two days is 
never enough and then we get to work on monday saying well the weekend is never long enough but we're at a job five days a week working for someone else building someone else's dream instead of building our own but if you find yourself growing more anxious as monday comes closer and you're frequently feeling this way it could be a sign that you feel less enthusiastic about your job sometimes stress at the end of the weekend is related to organization probably if that's the case for you an approach to that is using your sunday to plan and prepare for the coming week so you just work seven days a week pretty much if that helps you because you're not going to get any time to just relax and decompress i guess that saturday will help you being anxious on the weekend is definitely something that i struggle with and i think we all do so i'm not just gonna you know single myself out because we only get a certain amount of time to ourselves even during the work week some of us get get off you know at five and six o'clock have to sit in you know maybe an hour or two of traffic maybe get kids have to cook dinner work out boom 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 and then here we are sleep at maybe 12 one o'clock maybe two have to get up at six seven maybe five even just to get our work day started again and it's like no wonder mental health is such an important thing and why it's so detrimental at this point because it's easily neglected it is easily neglected but my second point is you experience um maybe physical mental ailments you know and as i was just saying in regards to mental health because you know being in a job that's stressful or that's physical you know your body starts to wear and tear and that goes along with your mind and it's so easy to get caught up in your job and wanting to be at a certain place or you know certain position i mean you get distracted by that and all you do is work 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 or you're trying to perform at a certain standard you're neglecting your physical health your mental health and that's becoming a prominent thing at this time when we are neglecting our mental physical and even our spiritual health and that's something that we can't continue to do because it's taking a toll on ourselves and is weakening our mindset to be able to transition to what we actually really want to do so that's keeping us stuck where we are in that present job so another thing is you are lacking motivation for your work when you lack motivation it is so hard to go in there and in your job with a positive attitude it is so freaking hard and i can say that because <laughs> i've been experiencing that like when you when you first start a job you have so much ambition you have so many things planned that you want to do that you see for yourself within the company and how you want to move forward but then you get in the job and then it's just like man this is not what i thought it was going to be and things start changing which change you and then it changes your motivation for wanting to be there so a lot of things are sacrificed from your lack of motivation from your assumed perspective of how this job was going to be but one way to help you find your motivation again if staying at your current job is really what you want to do because i'm not telling you to leave a job if you really want to be there but if you just need to improve your attitude or anything like that make a list of the initial reasons that drew you to the job when you first apply and reflect on what you enjoy most about the job i mean it could be the projects that you are able to work on it could be the privileges that you get when you're there it could be the people that you interact with your employees 
or co-workers whatever it is that you feel like you lost reflect on that and see how you can get that back but then that comes to your productivity so you lost your motivation and your productivity has also gone down so then you know we in most jobs you have reviews and have supervisors that critique your your work and give you feedback um, I'm all for constructive criticism I have no problem with that but being unhappy in your job can eventually lead to an overall decrease in your productivity and if you notice a decrease in your productivity due to an unhappiness at work there are some things you can do communicate with your manager about the aspects of your routine um, talk about the environment that needs to change to support your productivity because sometimes it may not just be you some things you have seen some things you have heard could have changed the way that you view certain things it has changed the way your productivity is going and if your productivity is suffering because of a toxic workplace it could be time to i mean really just consider finding a more positive environment because some things don't change when they aren't being said if i said that in the best way if it's not being brought up it's not going to change because nobody's going to say anything but you and if you are the only one that's noticing it and not saying anything about it it's something that's going to continue to go on and something that's just going to fester in you and eventually make you just really quit instead of going through the process allowing this job to be your stepping stone to get you to where you want to be use it until you leave really and then you find yourself talking about your job negatively i'm pretty sure we all have i don't know a person that's so happy in their job that they've never said a negative thing about it but when you talk about your job <laughs> pay attention to how you describe your workplace if you find yourself discussing mainly negative things when you're having conversations with your friends and family it could be time to reflect on what specific factors lead you to regard your work negatively like really think about it because sometimes you know we talk about things and it's because that it made us mad in the moment but is this something that always happens is this something that's a continuous thing on a daily basis consider aspects of your work you dislike such as a certain type of task or project distractions in the work environment or collaborations with certain colleagues um, that you would rather just avoid because some people you know you just can't work with it affects your work in the end and if you're a team it affects everybody so identify what triggers your negative emotions and what can help you solve them by addressing them directly your, what about when your work environment is less positive this is similar to constant stress toxic work environments this can negatively impact employee production motivation and overall morale of the company and most of the time the people at the top don't really see that it's those who are going through it and constantly making those initiatives to make it known are the ones that are feeling the rut of the toxic environment and sometimes though less than positive work environments result from the misguided direction from management because sometimes management just they really just don't know what they're doing and a lack of communication or other factors that both employees and their managers can improve over time should be it should just be addressed however if you're in a toxic workplace where you find no support and you are genuinely unhappy again it's worth considering finding a positive environment where you can thrive in your career the meat of this episode is how to make your job more tolerable so let's talk about that unless it is your goal to just climb up in your company as opposed to just being your own boss and to get out of those four walls then let's talk about those steps on how to make your job more tolerable first let's identify your goal the first and most important thing is to have a goal in mind 
whether it's switching to another job or being your own boss, identifying your destination up front is key. The next step is working towards that goal. Really put your goals, write your goals down. Just, you know how we had to do, you know, book reports and you had to write your topics and your subtopics and so on and so forth. That's what you need to do for your goals. Make everything so specific that when you look at it, you can tell whether you're on track or you're not on track. Cause just putting a topic, um, for myself, I want to write a book. Okay, you want to write a book. Okay, you can write a book anytime. When do you want to write a book? What is your time frame for wanting to have a book? What is your title of your book? What type of book do you want to have? What is your audience for this book? These are the things you need to have under that topic. These are your subtopics. So whether you are planning to make a career change in the next six months or two years, the point is that you have a target date. Dates matter because then you're just not giving yourself something to do as i just said that helps you to work towards a timeline when you have your goals in mind and when you're planning to execute it this helps you to stay focused next develop an escape plan <laughs> sounds bad but for real develop an escape plan on your timeline if you want to be out of your job in six months make sure that on your goals list and on your plan whatever you decide to do however you decide to do it make an escape plan i'm going to give myself until august or november to be out of my job so that means you got a lot of work to do you have a plan to put together and you have a plan to stick to if you plan to get there finally the last step is to focus on that goal every day you should be thinking about how you're going to get closer to it if you focus on your ultimate destination rather than your problems then that temporary situation that you're in you will feel better and the days won't seem as long and endless so focus on what you're doing because when you and don't just make yourself busy make yourself productive so when you're in that plan and you're knocking out the things that you want to do you can go to sleep at night knowing that you're one step closer to getting out of those four walls and knocking out your goals at the same time next is to develop your skills and even though when you hate your job the next strategy is to focus on developing your skills that will make you more valuable in your next position so if you focus on developing skills rather than serving your time the time in your current job it will come around more quickly a big key to success are the skill sets that we develop regardless of what industry we are in the goal is to always deliver value we can only do that if we have strong skills so think about who you want to become take notes and even I what I've been reading and listening to because I listen to a lot of motivational podcasts and YouTube videos is that mimic the people that you see how they go about developing their plans how they think how they process and when you do practice these skills on your own you don't have to practice them on anyone practice them on your own because these are helping you to develop how you want to present them to other people when we are in our job all companies have some type of training yes some don't but you know some relatively do and if we are trying to level up and be our own boss or to get to another level in our companies wherever you are in your process take advantage of it if your company offers educational benefits use them for yourself to make yourself more marketable whatever programs that are useful to you when you leave them use it they are free you have the time use that education to elevate you to your next level these are going to be useful for your skills when you start your own business if you are in marketing and they have some type of marketing program that is going to help you when you decide to build your website or when you decide to 
do whatever comes with marketing to get your product out there to people use it and take advantage of it as we get closer you want to set boundaries when you hate your job try to make it more bearable that's the key make it bearable if there are activities you, that you can't stand talk to your manager and delegate them to someone else and if they don't want to do that then explain your reasoning for needing to delegate those projects or those tasks to someone else or ask them to give you more help with that you know focus on the projects that you enjoy focus on the things that are pleasing and pleasurable for you start with setting boundaries there is no way that you can work yourself to the bone and still have the mental and physical well-being that you are going to need to take the next phase in your life and in your career. There is no way that you can work yourself to the bone and still have the mental and physical well-being that you're going to need to take yourself to the next phase or level in your life and career. In short, start putting yourself first. Set healthy boundaries that set the standard for how you want to be treated while you're there. Don't be a doormat and don't feel like you just have to do, do, do know your job responsibilities know your role and do what you need to do in the meantime so work on your personal brand is another key no matter what your next steps look like honing your personal brand is beneficial start updating your linkedin your social media profiles whatever you have that is projected to the world that shows your accomplishments and skills that's what you need to be updating and putting out there more this is the time that you need to use to set yourself apart and begin marketing yourself in the way you want to develop finally remember that your brand is about you so be authentically you you don't have to be the person that they want you to be in this white collar world you don't have to be somebody that you aren't be you and if they love you if they like you they will come so after we go through this long day we need somebody to talk to sometimes but sometimes you just want to go home and unwind because we have to go back and see a lot more people the next day but venting and talking about things out loud can be very therapeutic if you need to talk to somebody talk to somebody if you need to get a therapist i recommend getting a therapist get a, get a mentor get somebody that you can talk to somebody you can bounce ideas off of or someone that you can just vent to you don't need anyone to talk back you don't need anyone to talk back sometimes you just need a listening ear find that one person or that thing that is going to give you that opportunity one thing that i do not suggest doing is confiding in a co-worker it's bad when you have that one co-worker that you probably do like and you know y'all have these talks but you never know where that conversation is going after it, it is over so i feel like that can be counter productive and could spread to other people i mean like your boss and at this point we're still trying to make the environment bearable and it's bad when you feel like you can trust a co-worker only to find out that they can't be trusted let's look for someone else other than a co-worker to confide in <laughs> and lastly fill your tank and practice gratitude while you're trying to survive and i use survive loosely that less than ideal position it's essential to fill your tank with activities that you enjoy and this means still when you leave work do things that you love don't go home and go straight to work you can take a moment an hour or two to decompress whether you need to go to a park where you need to go to a yoga class go get ice cream go see a friend whatever you need to do meditate journal favorite things whatever you need to do that keeps you grounded and helps you to remember your purpose do that don't allow your job 
to have you so conflicted that you can't get a handle on your mental health and you forget your purpose and you forget what makes you happy because you need to feel satisfied and you need to nourish what you love to make it through this in-between stage until you're able to transition remember to focus on yourself make you a priority still and that's it because it's it makes an impact on your overall experience of happiness when you neglect yourself a lot of us know that mental health is a serious thing and it being neglected it takes a toll on our body on our mind on our decision making on a lot of things remember that the goal is to get yourself to a point that you are making your current position more bearable until you can take off on your own if it's too unbearable then your best bet is to find another job asap but don't put yourself in a worse position the goal is always to level up and that's the word Thank you for listening to the Lifestyle Therapy Podcast. For updates or questions, my social media will be linked in the show notes. Stay tuned every Wednesday for a new episode. And remember that you can have the life you deserve with one mindset change at a time. Before you go, be sure to subscribe to my podcast and leave a comment about the show on Apple and also share with your friends and family. Become a member of our Patreon Lifestyle community and help us keep this show up and running. You are appreciated. And if no one told you today, you are special.